Yeah, yeah. It felt forced. Like, but like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it felt like they didn't really want to add it, but they wanted to add it because they didn't want to get like people to like say anything, but they also didn't want people to say something if they did something more. It just felt very corporate. We are live with another episode of the Andor After Show. We're talking episode six tonight. Episode six, as long as we're as long as we're live. Are we live? Yeah, we are. All right, cool. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. We have watched Andor episode six before this point. And now we're here on a Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Pacific, uh, 1 a.m. Eastern to talk about uh, uh, what happened on episode six, because a lot happened. We got to go over it all. I don't know. Did I did I say my name? I'm your host, Dimitri Prayer. We also got co-host Sarah Zitney, aka Miss Marauder. Hello. Sarah, how you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm a little bit sick. Um, Are you? I am, but it's okay. Well, good thing we're 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 zooming up and streaming, right? Yeah. If my if my eyes are welling up or if I'm sniffling, <laughs> it's definitely because I'm sick and no other reason. Exactly. Oh, I definitely. That's your joke. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just yeah. assume because, you know, when you have a kid, you get sicker. Like, oh, yeah. No, it's that too. It's that too. <laughs> Her snot is all over every surface of my home. So, right. Right. For me, it's like every time I feel like a tickle in the back of my throat, I'm like, oh my God, is this it? Am I going to be sick for a couple of days? Oh, no. I'm good. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but Sarah, thank you so much for being co-host. Uh, you're awesome. And uh, you're always uh, great to have on these shows. But let me introduce our one-time guest for this after show. He's been on this show uh, or many of the Keeg shows many times. Uh, we got Justice Davis, a.k.a. Jay Likes Comics. What's up? What's up? Oh, you're being serious now? You're just a serious guy all of a sudden? I'm serious. You're just taking everything seriously, huh? Always, yeah. It's been a, it's been like a few months since the last time I was on, so I've I've gotten a new persona. I'm Jay likes comics serious version. Yeah, yeah. Why, instead okay, of Taylor's I, version. I I just justice. I, I what happened to the guy that that took those COVID masks and cut holes and made a Batman mask out of it? What happened to that guy? I killed him. Okay, I'm, I'm Kylo. <laughs> I pulled a Kylo. You, he's gone. There's too many things going on right now. But fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, Andor episode I six. I want to be free of this pain. Um, imagine if Kylo shows up. No, he's not even right, born at this right. point. He's not no, even he's born. Not even, I don't think he's a thought at this point. No, because no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Um, I think what the Star Wars universe needs is time travel. I think no, we should start I it with Kylo not, Ren coming right. into Andor. It is so. Oh. <laughs> are you actually saying it no god no, <laughs> oh my god, no. i was because there were people online being like like they're gonna bring in the star wars multiverse and then anything mm. is possible i was like I stop that. saying the multiverse please as a i am an mcu fan <laughs> we need a break <laughs> we need a break like the multiverse is a concept like the mcu is it, they're overdoing it and this whole saga is going to be the multiverse saga so i am not personally a fan but you know, it is. The, it is. The, what o- it is. the only verse I'm a fan of is Spider Verse. Mm, yeah, you've already, you've already perfected yes. it. Why? Yeah. Why do we need to keep going? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Justice, I want to know. I want to know up until this episode six, right? Episode six is what we just we just watched. Uh, mm. Episodes one through five. How have you been feeling about Andor? I feel like I always say this about every single Star Wars episode that comes out, but like yeah. I truly mean it this time. I think this is my favorite Star Wars series so far. Yeah, and I and it's funny because the first episode and the second was like super fucking slow. Uh, I could swear on here, right? No, the fuck you can't. Fuck yeah, okay. So yeah, it was super fucking slow. Um, but what, what then was- the first episode, and then a bit of the second. But I was still, I was still hanging on. And then the third episode is what hooked me. Um, and since then, it's been a excellent build with um, not only uh, the scenery, um, but the characters as well. I like the pacing. There's been some people complaining about the pacing, but I really like this pacing. Um, and someone said that it was like, it felt too much like a TV show. And I was like, but it is, it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I think the pacing is perfect. I really hope that, um, Lucasfilm kind of, and Marvel honestly kind of like looks, takes a look at this. Yeah. 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 Cause the pacing is perfect for me for like a TV series, um, like a mini series. So yeah, I thought the, uh, First three episodes were great. Um, and yeah. Uh, they're very, it was a smart decision to release three episodes at once. Yep. I uh, agree. The first three episodes. Uh, because even if you found the first two episodes slow, you just, you're going to push through more people. are just, But like, if it came out mm-hmm. once a week, then you might've given up after that first or second week. Fair. Yep. I wouldn't have, but fair. Um, yeah, I wouldn't but either. What this show is doing is very interesting structurally. Uh, something that I've been talking about with uh, with She-Hulk on the She-Hulk after show that we do is that She-Hulk is doing something well and Andor is doing the very same thing, which is multiple plot lines, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Because let's be honest, like the other, the other, like Mandalorian is great, but Mandalorian was just like, the camera is always on Mando, <laughs> like always. Or, like, or Rogu. Yeah, but they're always in the same place. So it's like, yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. The story is always just like, what's Mando up to? And it's one story, which is how movies are paced. But like mm-hmm. A, B, and C plot lines, again, for anyone who watches the show or, you know, my co host who's on the show all the time, I'm sorry I keep <laughs> talking about A, B, and C plot lines. But um, this show does it, and then She Hulk does it, and it gives it a, a TV feel. Yep. You know? I think- I think what Andor does well with it is they know when to cut to a B and C storyline and when not to. Like, can you mm-hmm. imagine if in the middle of this episode they were like, let's just check in on Cyril real quick. Is right. He's still, still eating the cereal. Right. And it's like, nope, we don't need that right now. No. We just nope. and I trust them enough to be like, I know that Cyril's gonna he's gonna come back in. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But we're not we're not looking at him right now. We get right. the quick little shot of Mon Mothma and the quick luthan at the end and that's yep. you know these and are very deirdre clearly... was in like one scene in the middle yep yes or towards the end actually. towards the end yeah, yeah towards after, the end, yeah. yeah we see kind of the aftermath of the heist yeah affecting mm-hmm. everyone in our b and c plots except yeah. for cyril who i'm assuming is still eating right but we also yeah. didn't see <laughs> he's the... eating that cereal <laughs> <laughs> By the way, cereal and cereal. Anyway, yeah. I know cereal, cereal. Yeah. Uh, 
I want to shout out a couple people in our chat right now. If you're watching us live, you're watching us on uh, our live stream on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show. Um, or maybe you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. But uh, the cool thing about watching live is you get to interact with the crowd. So we got Mr. Plow out there on Twitch and we got that one wizard kid out there on Twitch as well. Um, Mr. Plow says, love, love the pacing. Cause there doesn't need to be all that flash. Yes. Yeah. Andor is yeah. doing a couple of things, right? They're doing multiple plot lines. Mm-hmm. They're doing three episode chunks. They're doing each arc is three episodes. Yep. We yep. see it. And I they're see. almost its own movies, right? Yep in a series right that's something that really drew me in was like once you it's kind of like game of thrones in a way like once you kind of know the pattern of like the the, of like that the season or like the series it draws you in more and i think they did a really good job of like making it a three episode kind of like arc for each (coughs) yeah so they're doing that uh, they're doing multiple lines they're doing the arcs and then they are essentially not like there are Star Wars elements, but they're not choosing to be like, hey, in the background, you can see a Gungan. Like, <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we're going to have a random cameo this week. And this time it's mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be uh, um, the werewolf uh, Shistavan and Wolfman from Moss Isley Cantina in episode four, New Hope. Like, imagine okay who cares you i know? would still cheer i would still yeah, be would like just, hell yeah but i would i had mad. i had him as a toy no. by the way i had him as oh, a do toy you? <laughs> yeah because i also i like werewolves also so i love i love the werewolves, werewolves in well. and i gave him a lightsaber from a pr- another action figure i was like this guy's gonna be a wolf man and a lightsaber <laughs> what, was his, what was his name it, it was a shistavanen was what they yeah, were called i know you're yeah. um but i don't know whether the guy at the moss eisley uh had a name but uh anyway the point being is there aren't (laughs) like these random easter eggs that like like boba fett obi-wan even mandalorian right they all have like all these easter eggs but i feel like andor is all about serving the purpose of andor Mm -hmm. that's the mission statement the mission like stick to the mission right yep about andor it's cassian andor story and the rise of the rebellion right that's one thing that I really like about this series as well is how it feels like it's its own project within the Star Wars universe. Like it, I, this is how I hope that the future Star Wars installments um, that are away from like the whole main Skywalker saga are um, is to feel like this to where you're still inputting like the Star Wars esque elements having a little bit of mentions here and there some familiar faces characters maybe but like still making sure that that's not the main focus and making sure the main focus is the characters who are like who it's about yeah and i mean this episode has the classic star wars thing of dressing up like an imperial to infiltrate an imperial base like I, the I tropes think are there get, yeah people can get caught up in like the little oh it doesn't feel like star wars to me because it's hard when there's no Jedi's, um, mm. you know. That, but th- that being said, I, I want to inter. Uh, Sarah, I've told you that I grew up on like the expanded universe books. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in the expanded universe books? No, my brother read them. Oh, um, and would not let me borrow his books. Expanded Rude. universe books did a really good job of just like choosing. I mean, a, they did a bad job that they were like everybody in the background gets a story, which I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. Do we need this? <laughs> But what was cool about that is that 
in all those stories of background characters, there really was rarely a Jedi. Like it was just about mm. them struggling to pay the bills. Like there were yeah. random uh, Star Wars stories like that. Uh, those are the sto- Star Wars stories that I grew up with before episode one came out. And I, I do feel like it's very generation-based and time-based because, yeah. I mean, there weren't a ton of Jedi, you know, in the original trilogy, you know, mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of Jedi lore, but no. then with the prequels, it's like all Jedi all the time. Baby. All like, Jedi. We're going yeah. to go hard. Yeah, for Jedi this. So feel, yeah. Uh, did they kidnap children? You know, like when you, <laughs> when you put that, like it's all about the Jedi. So I think that if you are a prequel person or if you grew up in that era, then the Jedi, like a Star Wars project without the Force and Jedi in it is, seems kind of alien. Mm-hmm. My space pun, but yeah. <laughs> there are also, are, are, uh, there's a <laughs> small, a there's a lack of aliens in this. Like there's we a say small. That every week, but. No, but I, I know we have Dr. Quadpaw. I yeah. feel like I it thought it was Mars for a minute. Yeah, I, I was like, I, Hold I was like, wait a minute, but then I saw the forearms and I was like, no. His but... name was Doctor Quadpod, but only in the subtitles. Like, I have the subtitles yeah, on because I like same. watching Star Wars with subtitles, so mm-hmm. I can read names and like kind of get used to it. But like, the guy's name was, was Doctor Quadpod, and he looked <laughs> like Maz Kanata, but he wasn't. Yeah. No, I was thinking like this was like if it wasn't her, I was thinking, okay, is this a relative? I thought and, so too, yeah. But then I uh, I saw I didn't Google to see like if he was or not, like if there's any type of relation there. I'm yeah. assuming not, but yeah, Maz Maz doesn't have four arms. But technically, he could have like got with someone who had two arms, and then she could. Then have they would have with two. Then they would yeah. have, she would have three. Hold on, let me, oh, let me, pull, yeah. out, let me pull out the, the yeah. Punnett square and do the, the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like big B, small B. It definitely would have taken me out if it was more Maz Kanata E. It was like a little bit familiar, but it brings me back to like this season three trailer for Mando where it's like there's a little group of Babu Fricks and you're like, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> like I, I am, I am the duality of Star Wars fans because I like that there's not you know, that many Easter eggs and references in the show and it feels fresh. But then also mm. I like was at Star Wars Celebration watching the trailer. And when I saw the little Babu Fricks, I was like, Babu Frick, you know, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I want, I want both. I want it all. And I think that's one of the things that um, in the Star Wars fandom can be hard. Cause it's like, you don't have to love every single thing that comes out. Like I'm loving Andor, but I understand mm. if people don't like it. But the whole idea is like you can, you literally can have it all right now. Yeah. If you want something that's kind of disconnected and a little bit more serious, you've got Andor. If you want yeah. something that's nostalgia based, you know, you've got Obi Wan. If you want something yep. that's you know a little bit more silly, you got Boba Fett. And then if you want uh, everything and more, you have the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. I lost. I, mean, I lost that train of thought towards the end. But uh, I feel like, you know. Andor to me is offering things that the Mandalorian can't. And that's okay because the Mandalorian part of the, 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 I was going to say the lore. It's not part of the lore. Part of the lure of the Mandalorian is that he is an outsider and he gets to meet characters that we know that he doesn't know. Yeah. Like he just kind of travels around and does different things. And every so often he'll pop like a main character from something will pop up. And that's kind of like a fun thing about Mandalorian. And I wouldn't change that. Um, but there's also the 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 fact that it hinges a lot on Grogu being a Jedi. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I don't need the Jedi. I don't I don't need them. I kind of 
like I like Andor in a sense because it seems like if you change the script, it doesn't have to be Star Wars. Like if you take yep. out the Star Wars references, the plot isn't inherently Star Wars. The plot it, is like dystopian science fiction. Yeah, like it feels, um, I, I, I remember someone, I don't remember who it was, uh, compared it to Blade Runner-esque. And I would agree, it feels very like cyberpunk Blade Runner, like very dystopian. And I love that. Like I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying kind of what Sarah said to where I'm, I feel like with Andor, you're kind of getting the best of both worlds when you're having these familiar kind of creatures or characters, but it not needing to be related to said creature or character from other universes and it just being its own thing yeah, is what helps you feel like, okay, this is a Star Wars show, but then being able to have a plot that's not really like that's relevant to Star Wars and like obviously like the resistance and like the rebels because like obviously this is like the first time like with their heist that they were once we get into it but like the first time with this heist proved that that like you know you can fuck up the empire like if you get enough people together yeah but i mean being able to have these tropes but still have like an underlying story that doesn't that doesn't have that doesn't feel, i'm trying to word it right like it doesn't feel like anything fan based is needed to carry this show. If that yeah, makes sense, they're they're not about the Easter eggs, and sure, there are no. some. There are some, right? But they don't rely on that to have. So anybody mm. out there watching Andor that's like, yeah, Andor, ah, <laughs> like, ah, I don't know when's General Grievous coming? Ah, <laughs> yeah, when, like, when's Darth Vader coming? Like nobody's doing that with Andor, Palpatine. but I think you can or you can appreciate Andor for what it is because oh god damn it's such a such a just a good show i i i have a feeling about like the way i feel about andor is unlike the way i feel about um i felt about even the mandalorian and i like the mandalorian but it is more fantasy based but this one scares me like this show kind of scares me yeah like it, it it's it's this episode like it was intense. I was stressed the whole I was stressed. episode. I, get I was sweating. Plots. I, I, get I was stressed. actively, actively biting my fingernails. I was mm. so nervous. I, I was. It. They did such a great job of, like, as the heist was going, cutting it in with the seeds of the the Donny people. Like, mm-hmm. it, the cuts like got chanting. faster, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm gonna." I'm gonna have a panic attack. Like this. That was a good cut. Like when it was going back and forth, back and and forth. Yeah, kept going faster. I kept thinking they were gonna riot. Mm. I wrote that that? in my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were gonna riot, and that was gonna mess up the plan. Yeah, or they were actually gonna fight back. Yeah, I thought it was gonna do that. Either mess up the plan, or the plan gets messed up, but then brought back on track by the riot and allows them to escape. They didn't riot. I. I went on some websites after I watched this show just to get people's thoughts. And it's, it sounds really sad. Like basically the way the empire treats the Donnie. It's so gross. It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's our native American history in America. It's, yep. you don't have to wipe them out. You can give them smaller and smaller concessions until they're gone, right? Yep. yep. 
It's like, we don't need to, like, we're not going to, there's no all out war. It's just, hey, I just want this five feet. And they're like, okay. And then you ask for another five feet. And then you keep doing that until you push them out. And that's what they're doing in this. The strategy, strategy, strategy they were talking about where they were like, so along the route that they have to travel, we just pull them in with alcohol and, you know, a place Mm -hmm. to sleep. And then it just, it picks people off. So now there's only 50 people that end up being at the eye. It's like, you guys are so gross. Mm-hmm. Like it just made it, it like, I had like a physical reaction to hearing that guy, uh, Jay hold to hearing him talk about them like that. I was like, Oh, what's the guy's name? A J hold J hold hold. That's the leader. The, the bad leader guy with the, yeah. the belt that wouldn't fit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, do I was like, sh- that's the one, that's the one moment where I was like, okay, I have a little bit of empathy. I understand. <laughs> no, but he blamed, he didn't blame himself yeah. getting bigger. He, he blamed. Yeah, it's hard to sometimes. But then he also was like, <laughs> but then he was also like, I'm going to smack my kid. Like. That's true. That's true. Like. We'll go okay. on record as saying I've never had that in place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to shout out that one wizard kid out there because because we also stream on Twitch, I have some like things that are like built in where you can pay credits on Twitch to get something. Maybe we'll, so that one wizard kid redeemed, maybe we'll sing a song, maybe we'll dance. That wasn't necessarily for the and or after show. It was, it was for the key back and like those type of stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to give you one of these. When we get to, when we get to Nemec, I'll pull out like a, in the arms of the end. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So we'll do that. I was so upset. Um, Okay. A lot of people died in this. I mean, let's take, let's take it from start to finish. I kept, I kept being like, someone's just going to die right away. But like, they surprisingly lasted a little bit, Mm. but I, but like, there were two teams, right? Yep. There is Tarmarin who ex-Stormtrooper, we just learned. There's Skeen, and whoa, we're going to get to Skeen. Uh, we are going to get to Skeen. Uh, we have Nemec. What's his name? Nemec. Yeah. Nemec. Yeah. And then we have Cassian, Andor, right? Yeah. That's the four. Yep. And then we have Gorn doing his thing. Then we have Cinta and what's her the other girl's name? Vel. Vel. Mm-hmm. We have Cinta and Vel <clears throat> doing pretty good badass, like putting on the wetsuit going through the water yeah i loved that they had the moment of vel who we've seen being the leader and being super confident the whole time but when Mm. it came time to like repel like the point of no return for it that she freaked out i really like that yeah Um, it it humanized her yeah yeah i still think it's real cowardly that all we got was a gently placing my hand on your hand i thought this of was that the too. last right. time you ever see your girlfriend you would have kissed her. she didn't and even I, ki- she leaned in too i was like okay they're gonna give a smooch but nope i was like the fact the fact that they didn't did that it's it's well, they, they i want it both ways so mad people are already gonna call this show woke garbage because it's talking about like colonialism yeah. let the ladies kiss each other right, right. but but and disney they, oh. disney and star wars kinds of want they want it both ways right they want to be right. able to say look what we did but then they also want to be say like look, look what, what we, we did, did do yeah yeah because <laughs> they always it's always like a, like some type of like embrace but never at, or in the one time they actually kissed they were in the fucking background yeah, two seconds and, 
<laughs> yeah, two seconds. So it's like, really, come on, come on now. Like, just, I, I feel like yeah, that Mike if, Tyson meme, Kith. Now, if, now my, Kith. if my girlfriend <laughs> was leaving and yeah. po- possibly could die on this very right. dangerous thing, right. she didn't kiss me before she left, I'd be mad. I'm, I'm going right. to be honest, even a platonic guy friend, I'm not going to kiss, but like, there's going to be a long embrace. Like a if there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Not, not, yeah. Like, if it's so the last time, if we're like going to war, we're doing a thing, like, there's going to be an embrace of some sort, right? And that's on yeah. even a platonic level. Yeah. Yeah. So for her to just be like, mm, goodbye, and then leave. It was, yeah. It was very like, this is all we're allowed to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it felt forced. Like, but like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it felt like they didn't really want to add it, but they wanted to add it because they didn't want to get like people to like say anything, but they also didn't want people to say something that they did something more. It just felt very corporate. Yeah. It very was forced because it wasn't enough. Yeah. It's very yeah. like, Hola, amigos. It is yes. Hispanic Heritage Month. Like it was very, yeah, it's very yes, tokenizing. Yeah. Happy Pride. Yeah, and yeah. then like immediately after they like turned their yeah, yeah, flag July back 1st, to normal. Right yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't get to rewatch this episode and I wanted to because there was a couple of things I was unsure about. But but essentially Cinta and Vel's original thing is to block the comms, right? They go up to that tower mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. that catwalk kind of tower area to block the comms and then rappel down and meet up with the rest, right? That's essentially yeah. all they have to do, right? Yeah. Is put the comms. But something goes wrong. What goes wrong? The comms. I have no idea. They didn't block because the guy was like hearing it, right? Yeah. I don't get what went wrong. Did they? I think I literally wrote in my notes, how did they mess that up? Right. Yeah. I, I don't I know. I was what... wondering. I had to rewind it because I thought I missed something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I couldn't. Um, I have no idea. I, I couldn't figure out. Now, we we see them the marching. We see them going in. Lieutenant Gorn gets them in, but he doesn't go in with them, right? So his mm-hmm. cover is still intact. And then they take the guy and his the guy. What's what's his name? Kevold? What? Jehold. 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 Yeah. Okay. And then the other guy, whoever he was. And then the wife and the son, and they take them hostage. They do that whole thing. And it just, it does seem like they're terrorists, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it seems like a risky plan and it looks bad. Like, I mean, (laughs) it doesn't look great. If we didn't know that they were the good guys. Yeah. They wouldn't be right. Cause yeah. Think about, think about this show, this episode from their point of view like hey we're flawed but like we're still just normal people that's what the empire would say right like yeah you know you can't judge just me fo- just because yeah. i wanted to just hit following my child yeah. right yeah following the yeah. orders well even in the show we don't have like what proof do we have that anyone's like that the empire is bad that's actually very true in well, this show. I mean, the closest thing would be them like um basically targeting and stereotyping Cassian at the beginning but that wasn't even like the empire that was I mean the, that's um, modern that's that's modern day. that's police that's I mean yeah like, that's that's the, that's the uh real PD. life yeah. yeah so but the question is like the evil of the empire that we see in all other Star Wars is not evident in this no it's not really present so like, like we could, see a fascist state but we also see a sliding fascism it's like a spectrum so to speak. Yeah. 
Because I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just saying we're yeah. seeing that, you know? Because it was interesting, like, when they did um, break in um, at the start of it, and then they uh, basically threatened to kill his wife and kid. Like, right. it made you think, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, hold right. up. Like, hold up. But then you realize, like, who they work for. And, like, you realize that he, like, knows and is aware and doesn't care. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, eh. Like, if someone were well, to watch... At, sorry to interrupt. At his level, he's not dealing with the Emperor or even Vader or even True. Tarkin. He's not that guy. Jehold is just a Doing shitty a officer man who wants to like leave his post. I feel like and it, it played on that age old trope of like threatening to kill a wife and son that the guy's mm. not even that nice to. Like, is that a trope? Kind of, yeah, like you're yeah, like victimizing. Because he hated his kid. Yeah, like he's a dick to his kid. He's mean yeah. to his wife, and then you're like, he's I'll kill sick. these guys, and you're like, he doesn't even like they didn't do it. I mean, the kid doesn't want to wear the imperial shirt to dinner. Like he's obviously not like gung ho, you know, True. empire youth. So the idea <laughs> that like this kid is being aggressively traumatized, you know, it's it's not a, it's not the best look, but yeah. You know, I, I was like, when they were doing that, I was like, this seems like an insane plan. And right. I love that we did not get the whole plan before they did it. So yeah. as we're watching this unfold, we're like, oh my God, like this. You're seems like, what like the hell? Really, I was risky. Yeah. A little wild. <laughs> Just a little unhinged. Yeah. I was wondering whether Jehold was saying the truth. Like he was like, you idiots, like my, mm. I can't yeah, get in there. And yeah, they're like, well, we found out that you could. So, and the guy's yeah. like, I don't know where, who told you? Um, mm. So they're very lucky they had Lieutenant Gorn because Gorn was the one who, who could get through the bullshit, right? Yeah. But like, like he kept every single step of the way. Jehold was like, you can't do this. You can't do that. How do you, you don't know how to do this. And then they take those, like they take the straps off of the, mm. of the credits in order to move them. And so, um, that was that was crazy. Um, uh, then the comms come through. Yeah. And it's right after Cinta says, that's the button for the airbase. Don't mess with it. Is that what she said? Well, I think it was always part of the plan that like the airbase was gonna like notice something was up. Yeah, and bring in support because that's what they were saying is like this we have this you know freighter and it's going to outrun tie fighters and then they explain the whole plan that you know we have a specific route we're going to take so i think that yeah i think that they showed up earlier it was always going to be like hey the power's out what's going on we'll send people over but then because the comms messed up the regular people went in yeah. I don't know. I was a little bit fuzzy on that. That's yeah, what were, I got out of it. There were two, right? There were two yeah. groups that were coming. There was the group of TIE fighters. Once they get the thing, it was just three fighters, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there was the guy on the comms who was like, get everybody, but we want to watch the eye. Come on. Yeah. And like, they come in and at that point they're already loaded up the ship and like every shit hits the fan, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Gorn dies immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, before Gorn is Jehold has a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which was kind of random. Is that random I, or realistic? I, I so feel... I have I have a big piece to say about it, but I'll I'll keep it for Nemec. 
Um, ah. Because I have a big thought that also goes along with him having a heart attack. Oh. Oh. Okay. Or I could just say it now. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, so, okay. Uh, so, okay. One of the big problems that I, well, probably my only biggest, my biggest problem with, with The Last Jedi, which is a movie that I love, is I absolute hate with a passion of a thousand fiery suns that scene where leia gets blasted out and then uses the force <laughs> yeah i don't mm. hate that she uses the force but because carrie fisher had already passed i thought that's how they were going to kill off princess leia right mm-hmm. and for me i was like yeah. wow what a powerful moment to just be like you know not everyone gets an incredibly epic death sometimes right. in war shit just happens and you just get blown up and even our most beloved characters so with nemec I went in being like, this guy's going to die. And they were, they were foreshadowing it when they were like, he's like, he said he couldn't sleep. And then Cassian goes, you'll sleep when this is over. And I was mm-hmm. like, Cassian, you can't say stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. um, like, come on now. And then he kept surviving. There kept, there were moments yeah. when that guy was pointing the blaster at him. Mm-hmm. He survives. He saves Cassian from someone else. He survives. There were all these close calls. And then he gets taken out. Because they accelerated too fast and he gets squished by the payload. Right. Which is, which is also fair, right? Beating, right? Yeah, which is but, like a real dumb way to die. But, but it's real. It's realistic. And so did this you, idea Did that you know that fishermen, fishermen on the big long trawlers get crushed by cages like all the time? I didn't know that, but that checks. Holy out. shit. It's the same. It's like the same thing on those big, you know what I mean? Those big fishing boats. Yeah. Those big cages slide around. And they just, they killed it. It just, it gave me that moment that I was so wishing that moment wasn't The Last Jedi where it's like, I've grown to love this character so much in the little time I've had with him. And I went in being like, I know he's not going to make it out. And then they kept giving him these near misses. And I was like, oh, maybe I was wrong. And then it was such a gut punch. Well, I mean, you know. uh, (laughs) Like when that happened to him and it was like, yeah, it wasn't heroic. It wasn't as he was saving Cassian. It was when yeah. they, like they were done. And it was, and the same thing with him dying of a heart attack. You know, it's like, it's just this kind of random thing that happened that wasn't like a glorious death. It wasn't yeah. remarkable. It was just, he had a heart attack. He got smushed by all the Imperial credits. Like it's, it was, it's so sad. And so like, realistic and that's yeah. what i really really appreciated he saved cassian's life though with one yeah. shot yeah right yeah which was mm. i because i was i was uh, this whole episode scared me i was so honest same yeah um i thought though that vel did a thing there was kind of a i thought she did a dick move but it turns out that wasn't the case i thought she used the stim or whatever it was called mm. to burn him out essentially to bring him up so he can get mm. them out of there but burn him out. You mm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of healing Basically him Basically kill slow, him faster. Instead of healing him slowly over time, you get up like an adrenaline spike, you get him up to where you can use him and then he he Yeah, cuz Skeen had that line where he said, "Oh, are you disappointed that he's alive?" But I think that was cuz going to the doctor was a complication and if he was dead, yeah. they would have to go to the doctor. Yeah. But now I can't trust anything that Skeen says. So. Yeah. 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 I want to, we'll get to Skeen. We'll get to Skeen. But you're right that, like, you have to rewatch the episode and just be like, now having yeah. that in mind, how can we, uh, how can we, you know, uh, how, what's going on with Skeen? We will get anything? to that because that's a, that's a good amount of, um, 
uh, thing. Um, Gorn dies first, and I feel like it was sad, but like he wanted what, like he felt bad that he was the bad guy to the Donnie who he was undercover to help in the end, right? Yeah. And the Donnie had like essentially cut him out, right? And yep. he knew what was happening. He was there the whole time, and he he gets taken out really fast. It's like a split second. You just see him pop out. Yep. Then the next person to die, and I'm assuming die, because they leave him behind, but like... And it well, comes, he wasn't moving. He wasn't moving. Is Tarmarin dead? I don't know, because I'm even wondering if, um, Jah- like, Jahold. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if he's even dead, because I'm assuming he is, because it, it was a heart oh, attack, yeah. but yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I, and that's why I'm kind of wondering if they're purposely kind of doing that to where, like, you know, there might make a glorious comeback. Or like but a public like execution scene? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just, I don't think so. I think they're, I think they're dead. Unless it tracks back to Luthen somehow, right? That's the yeah. whole problem. What if, what if having one guy alive, what if the, I mean, crazy idea. What if Tarman's alive and the rebels have to go back in just to kill him? Hmm. So he can't speak. They can't they can't save him. They just have to knock him off. Part of me is thinking about the show like in the three episode arcs. Yeah. And because this like little story is over, I feel like everyone that's dead is dead. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. But yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what honestly I kind of do hope they keep that. Like, because I mean, yeah, I mean, like as much as I did like um gorn um and yeah. oh, what's his face i'm blinking out his name it was like a tragic hero gorn even tarmarin yeah, yeah. like they're all yeah, tarmarin there we go yeah. yeah um yeah i mean still i feel like if i'm gonna bring anyone bra- back bring nemic back but like but like um he's my favorite but he's gonna, uh, he's gonna live on through that manifesto he re- he will exactly but yeah, yeah I, I think I think who's gone's gone. And I would assume because how many more episodes do we have? Six. We have six. six. This is only halfway through the halfway. season. So there's no way. I think what's gonna happen is there's gonna be um a, a, a one more arc probably to finish out this season or the uh the series. Two um, two uh, two more arcs to finish out the season, right? Six more episodes. Yeah, if if we're thinking three, oh yeah, three episodes. Yeah, it's three and three. two more. Yeah, so two more. Ooh, yeah. So one has to do I, with I, Saw Guerrero. Saw one yeah, is a Sagarera one, but I don't know. But that's all we know. Uh, oh, Sinta is left behind on that planet. So I think. Yeah, she's a I don't think the characters were gone. I think Sinta. Somebody said, like, what if? And this is crazy. What if the Emperor, the Empire in retaliation, wipe out the Donnie? I wouldn't put it above them. Yeah. I like I, I I could see that being something so massive that more people that it's brought to more people's attention. And that's when people are like, fuck the empire. Right. That's the thing though. That's the thing about the empire and the rebellion right now. It's like there's no there, it's it's just boiling, right? Like mm-hmm. the rebellion can't get too big because it's not there yet at any point. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. rebel, the big rebellion stuff happens in four, five, and six. Yeah, but this is the boiling to unite the tribes essentially 
right? Yeah. That's kind of what this is. Because there's like mon- the terrorist section. There's the the senators. There's like different. Everybody's trying a different different tactic to defeat the empire, but they kind of need everybody. Yeah, they need mercenaries like Cassian, and they need people. Ex stormtroopers. Uh, Ex stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. The know? delivery. The delivery. When he said that, you know. You should have been here when Cinta found out because they slaughtered her entire family. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, dang. Like, uh, mm-hmm. But of course, Skeen said that. But I think. That yeah, we, we got to break down Skeen. Right I feel like now. that's We got to break down Skeen right now. Okay. Yeah. Skeen, his turn at the end. Can, can we agree that like he was speaking sincerely that he wanted to just split it and run? Oh, Yeah. I or, think so. I had a moment where I was like, is this a test? Is he trying to same. test Cassian's loyalty? Right. Like, we'll never know. I think Cassian's saying to Vel, think about it, and her being yeah. like, it could be possible. Like, I think that was a thing. But there were things that Skeen said throughout the episode. Trying to sew little things in, right? He's mm. an ex-stormtrooper, Cinta. He wanted to see if Cassian was as scummy as he was, right? Mm. Yep. Under the exactly. veil of not be not being scummy, right? Yep. Everything he did to Cassian was to test him to see whether he was scummy. Yeah. And he chose wrong. Because Cassian, yeah. that was the fastest draw I've ever seen in my life. Literally, he said, oh, bye. But like, was yeah. Was it mid-sentence that... even? Was it? Was Skeen mid-sentence? I don't he came out of nowhere. So. I don't think so. I think it was like right after he ended a sentence, oh. though. Like period, like it yeah, was period, period. period. I, just wrote "oh shit" in all capitals on my notes. Oh, uh, that was wild. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that's how I felt, though, and that's the thing that made me think that like he wasn't being, uh, like that he was being genuine with what he was saying, was because I feel like Cassian as a character, from what we've kind of seen and know of him, he's very observant. Or yeah. ob- observant, and he's very oh. like, um, he, he, I feel like has a really good intuition with people. And so, and he's fast when he pulls the trigger. And every time he's pulled the trigger, he's pulled it right. So I feel like he, I feel like just with that happening and it happening so abruptly and so quickly in immediate, I knew that he was full of shit. So yeah, I completely agree. I, I trust Cassian's judgment implicitly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he, and they've shown us that, right? Like with him yep. noticing who's left-handed, who's right-handed, yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that if he even sniffed it, he would have been like, is this a test kind of thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Mr. Plow says Greedo had more discourse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Greedo, Greedo yeah. made, he was hey. like, yeah, Greedo got to talk a little bit. Well, I mean, Skeen got to talk. He did talk. <laughs> Skeen, yeah, Skeen got to talk more than Greedo. They talked it through. They, 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 Andor had enough that he was like, yeah, well, it's either yeah, him or I, me, right? Because, like, what? Andor could accept his thing and then still get stabbed in the back, turn it down, and get killed. Yeah. What's the, like, it's not safe. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what he did too. Like at the beginning of Rogue One, like when he shot that one guy, like it seems like um, whenever like he, his safety or like is, is like being um, tested or like if it's threatened at any point or like if the, uh, you know, safety of the plan, like if he's not willing to make sacrifices 
if he thinks that you're like a threat, he's going to fucking take you out. Well, that is Bacon Zabras, right? Or is it? Well, you're you're yeah. right. You're, he's you're not ruthless. Wrong. He's ruthless. He's ruthless. He, there he's, we go. He knows he needs to go from point A to point B. Like the guy in Rogue One, I forgot exactly what it was until I rewatched it again. The stormtroopers were coming down one way. There was only one way to get out of that situation. That's to climb the ladder. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, my arm is broken. There's no way I'm going to get out. <laughs> <He's> and, <right. laughs> and then he's like, all right. Kills him. And then he climbs up the ladder. Savage. Damn. He said, he's, I don't have time he's colder in Rogue One than he is in here, right? I agree. Like he's supposed to be? He's not supposed yeah, to be I as think he's cold. supposed to be. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be battle, you know, battle-worn. He's been doing in, that yeah. for, he's been in doing Rogue it for One? five years. Yeah, in Rogue One. And I, you know, we're going to see him, I think, take a little bit of that true believer stuff from Nemec. You know, I think he does believe in yeah. the cause very mm-hmm. strongly in Rogue One, but it's not, it's never going to get to the point where Nemec, you know, was at R.I.P. Yeah. Like, yeah. Idealistic King. Um, where, you know, it was all about <clears throat> for him um yeah um somebody mentioned that that scheme doesn't cover tarmer when tarmer says cover me cover fire oh, oh he I did it scheme doesn't cover it. him he like he shoots off one shot there. and he like crouches back yeah 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 i noticed uh, that too whereas nemic yeah oh. yeah i mean it's it's incredible how i'm immediately like I feel like they've done such an amazing job in getting me invested with the characters because as we're talking about, I'm like, yeah, fuck Skeen. He's my number one enemy. Right, yeah, yeah. I was totally cool with this guy like 12 hours ago. Well, he said like, what about your brother? I don't have a brother. Yeah. Which I didn't didn't know how to read that. I didn't know if that meant my brother's dead, so fuck it. Or, I'm sorry, I'm starting a lot right now. Or (laughs) if it meant that's a made-up story. Right. Either way, I think it's it's you know six one way half dozen the other as they say i've never heard that but okay you've never heard that oh i'm an maybe i'm an old person six one way six one way half dozen the other yeah you know you know different ways to say the same thing yeah potato 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 potato. potato. yeah um but with skiing yeah it was either it was made up or my brother's dead what does it matter that i like anything else right like the rebellion Mm. doesn't matter you know yeah but what did he say i'm i'm a rebel just for myself yeah yeah man i Which feel I like death kind of the definition of a rebel so i can't really i know like that well but, but he's self-serving rebel it's not a rebellion yeah. against an organization anything no he just want he was out for himself yeah you're <laughs> like that's being a dick yeah um, <laughs> so that's and especially to have spent so much time I know I'm showing my clear bias here, but spent all that time, all those months with Nemec and listened to him and have it go in one ear and out the other and still be right. like, let's just split the money. I'm only in it for myself. Like right. he, clock, he must have clocked Cassian immediately when Cassian was like, I want to win and walk away. But yeah. he totally underestimated Cassian in that because that's, you know, Cassian's yeah. not going to do that at the expense of betraying people he said he was going to help exactly like his word is more than and i now that i'm thinking about it too i'm thinking back to um a couple episodes ago to where um luth uh where um why am i blanking out his name um there you go um when he came and met with him um uh, to buy like to uh, to grab the thing that um bix made oh yeah yeah 
Yeah, and he was like, you have my word. So, like, clearly his word is very strong to him. And so that means more than anything. And so, again, it just goes to show that, like, it's not the same. Like, like they have kind of, like, the same idea to a degree with, like, you know, like, the money and the profit for it. Like, a bit of selfishness. But, like, Cassian is still a little more um, morally sane when he's giving words to people. Opposed to... Uh, scheme to where he just he said fuck it yeah I it's it's interesting because I'm so used to my superhero comics and whatnot and normally what happens in comics and like fantasy and whatnot is that you have this character who is the mirror image of your hero now they're going to be rivals going forward and like we're going to see this kind of thing and uh, no scheme's dead yeah and that's just what happens that's what happens in this genre that's the thing like this is such an interesting genre of star wars because it's star wars stripped down to the ideology yeah because that's usually how it works like that's always been a again a trope with star wars to where it's like they build this character up and then oh he's gone (laughs) bye-bye like yeah um And also the thing I like about Andor is that, like, my problem with Star Wars main movies and also, even more so, the new trilogy is that I'm of the belief that, like, to be a hero, you don't have to be related to the Skywalkers. To be a villain, you don't have to be related to the Emperor. Like, you could could be a nobody. I wanted Rey nobody. That's what I I wanted. Um, Because, but then that's showing that. But then when you, and that like Star Wars is all about like you just have to be like the hero and the villain like that's how the, the universe runs itself but in Andor in Rogue One it's about the choices that you make it's about that anyone can matter right mm-hmm. like anyone can make a difference everyone matters each person each uh rebel soldier in the end of Rogue One that did the relay race with the files mattered we don't know their names we'll never know their names unless they like come up and they they write some book about it but like we don't yeah. know their names we're gonna get a matter. spinoff for each of those individual characters <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> on a comic book on each of those individual characters yeah exactly but like we don't need to know their names to know that they mattered right yeah they're not all skywalkers I, I just I, I'm tired of that. I'm I'm tired of that. Like, yeah, to matter in this great grand galaxy far, far away, you have to be blood related to mm-hmm. either Skywalker line or Emperor. Yeah, exactly. Ray Palpatine. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, I love I just, Ray, but I, I love Ray. Too. Nobody. Ray. Nobody is is the Ray that I that we all needed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't care if she, like, wants to adopt the Skywalker name. She's still, like, yeah. she, that she wouldn't have his blood. I just, it's just. That would have been cool. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree. I, I like the fact that it's showing. Because that's the, isn't that not, like, the essence of Star Wars in general? Like, like basically the rebels, right? The resistance. It's about a team of people, of nobodies 
fighting for a greater cause, fighting for something greater than them. Yeah. And so it, it like, and you know what I mean? And that every, like what you just said, everyone matters. Every single person matters because it's a team And in tonight's episode, when we were watching back and like seeing everyone kind of work as a team and they kept reiterating, like if one person doesn't do their job, we're all fucked. We're all going to die. Right. And so, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the core essence of like what the resistance and the rebels are built on is like that unit, like that unity. And it, it's a very, I, I feel like the vibe, especially of this episode was like, I feel like all the missions are going to be like little tiny rogue ones. Like, and I mm-hmm. don't say that in a way to like belittle it or say it's derivative of a rogue one. Cause I don't think it is, but this idea of like, this is a group of people that we're never going to hear about again. They're not in the history books, but they're going to do a thing that's going to be of consequence. So we yeah. see at the end everyone kind of scrambling about it you know call your wives call your families you're not coming home tonight we need to do this emergency retaliation plan we yeah. see mon mothma giving a speech and everyone is leaving the senate you know mm. we see luthan which i just love that ending scene of luthan just laughing and celebrating well, because he well, so he's good. scared he's terrified <laughs> he heard that yeah. voice right yeah Got he was like, oh, shit. yeah yeah so good um and I, it was a perfect with like him being worried at the end of last episode and him laughing here, just glorious. But yeah, yeah I, um, if I may for a moment, get on Sarah's contrarian corner. Okay. Um, so I saw things, a, a friend messaged me about it on Instagram and I saw a TikTok and a couple tweets about it that Nemec's last words are climb, which are also K2SO's last words because they're climbing oh. up that middle thing. That is not true. Oh, everyone's no, talking not, about it. Yeah, so, I was like, "Hold on!" No, I was like, "Oh no!" K two SO's last words are he as says he's goodbye, dying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he says goodbye. So he tells him, him and Jin to climb, and then he says a couple more things of like, "You can still get it, you know, out if you open up the shield." And then he yells K, and then he says goodbye. And with Nemec, he yells at him to climb. So there's definitely a parallel of K two and Nemec both. Also, the yelling. last thing he does is drop. It's yeah, he says dive, and then he gives him the yeah. coordinates. But everyone's like, yeah. I was like, that would be amazing if it was true. But I mean, they're both shouting climb at Cassian, right. you know, in their final moments, um, which is a nice parallel. But yeah, it's not. I think you're going to see a lot of people over the next couple of days be like, it was, they both had the same final words. Because <laughs> um, yeah, my friend sent me a DM about it and I read the article and then like I hopped on TikTok and I almost immediately saw a video of someone being like, it was both their last words and I was like, did you oh. do a rebuttal no i don't i'm not gonna argue with people in the comments Imagine. of their tiktoks yeah. yeah especially star wars like that's scary yeah people, pe- people are ruthless and and when people are being nice about it like when people were in rogue one being like i thought it was many bumpins that died to bring us this information then i did the like um actually that's the second death star yeah because they were yeah. jerks about it but if someone is like yeah. genuinely like i think this is a nice moment i'm not going to be like actually actually <laughs> yeah you are I, I went and i went and rewatched these moments of this movie and this episode and they say other things yeah <laughs> let me show you here yeah at some point we're gonna get a boffin storyline right keeps bringing up the is it gorman's or gore gorman's yeah, yeah. yeah. Gorman. Mm. bringing them up which is a rebel's plot line i think oh yeah okay i uh i i, I love the show 
Yeah, I every time when it ends, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to survive another week. As opposed right. to I'll just wait another week, right? Like for most shows, this show, I'm like, I don't, what am I doing in the next week? I, I need to fast forward, you know? And yeah. there's no, there's no like closure. Because I know mm-hmm. you always ask, where do we think it's going next? I have no idea where it's going from here. No yeah. idea. And last week it was like, I'm nervous because I know the heist is coming up. And now it's like, I'm anxious because mm. I want to know more. And I have no idea yeah. where we go from here. Like, could And all anything. I know is it's going to be crazier. Like if we thought the heist was crazy, I would assume that there's going to yeah. be, it, it's going to get six more, more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see Saw Gerrera murdering people in cold blood. I don't yes. like Saw Gerrera. Like, he's too... He's too... Um, extremist? Extremist. <laughs> he is. Well, because especially yeah. the way he treats um, Bodhi. Mm. Wait, Bodhi, right? Yeah, he's the pilot. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the way he treats him, I'm like, he didn't deserve that. He was coming... He was a, he was a good guy. Like, he defected you know uh yeah. the, i don't know but that's kind of the thing about saga he's a tragic hero he, there's a fall yeah. from grace where he's like and then he starts thinking Jin is 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 a plant as a yeah. trap right i yeah i, I like <laughs> that you said tragic hero and the, the word that i was thinking was problematic fave I was like, those are kind of, kind of, I was like, as a house of the dragon watcher, I I've I've had to make term, you know, make peace with the fact that my favorite character might literally be a murderer. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Well, that's okay. Doesn't I mean feel I like condone murder. In Game of Thrones or in Star Wars, like murder is like it doesn't mean that like they're not a good person. You're a terrible person. A yeah. lot of the, like, no, a lot my of good favorite character in, in House of the Dragon literally murdered his own wife just because he didn't like her and wanted to marry somebody else. Oh, never mind. That's oh, funny. yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty. Yeah. But pretty as opposed right. to like Star Wars murder, where it's like, yeah. yeah. There's always a more gray area, I think, with Star yeah. Wars murder. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same thing with like, I guess, like Marvel too, to a degree. Like, it's just kind of like, eh. Like murder, like that was fucked up murder, but also <laughs> he he was mind controlled, so it wasn't him. Like, oh, Bucky, you know what I, yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah, like, Bucky killing the Starks, right? Like, yeah, cut him a lot of slack for it, but he was, yeah, he's mind controlled, yeah. But then, who do you, how do you deal with how that? do you, that's how that's like the age old question, how do you process it, you know? He did it, um. Well, there's like a like a theory or not a theory, a, a mind, um, a thought experiment, should I say, where like if a guy has his, if a guy can, can, can if a guy has mind control, do you put the body or the mind in jail, like after they commit a crime? Oh. Like, do you put the guy in jail? Do you put or do you put the tools that he uses, which are people, right? Hmm. Like if 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 I can mind control justice and I make justice commit a crime, you put justice's body in jail, or do you put my mind in jail, like me? The cops definitely put me in jail. Oh, well, justice! <laughs> be like, justice, <laughs> let's let's be honest. I don't know whether either one of us are getting through that. I know. I was about to say like we're both. Both, <laughs> like, in, 
we're both going to jail. We're getting the death penalty. I don't think we're getting to jail. I think I I don't. You think we think we'll escape? Like they'll be like, oh, you know what? Pass. No, I'm saying they will kill us. That's what I'm trying to say. Wow. I like how hopeful you are. You're saying there's a chance we'll get out and <laughs> like, escape. Wait, nope. we'll survive? It's okay, guys. I'll just cry, and then they'll be like, oh, this nice white lady's uh, crying. We'll let them yeah, they'll be like, hashtag justice for... Justice for justice. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put together the hashtag. Right but then, then there's yeah, anti, anti-mutant hysteria for me, because I'm mind-controlling people. Mm. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Justice. I didn't mean to drag you into this. Yeah, no more mutants. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's weird. At the end of this, like, the way I want to like close up this after show episode is like, yeah, what do we think is going to happen? But I have no clue. There's no clue. six episodes left. Yeah. I can't I can't deal with I this. Couldn't, like, I couldn't I'm even supposed- tell you or guess what could happen, but all I know is that I'm not prepared and I just need I, I need to know. It's like, it's like, and it's it's crazy that the show is doing this to me because again, this is the first, not only Star Wars series, but the first show in a while that I've been like super like hooked on to where I'm like, I, I, yeah, like I want to see the next episode. Like I wish I could binge this. Yeah. I, I I'm happy that it's not binge because you guys were talking yeah. about Stranger Things. And I think that the thing that hurt Stranger Things the most is that it wasn't. Bingeable. Because yeah. everything yeah. was amazing for like the three weeks that we were talking about it. And then it was like completely out of it, um, the People's mouths. Yeah. yeah. TV, so culture, I, TV culture hinges on like memes, theories, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Like, I yeah. love, I love how long we get to be with these characters. I love how long the show is going to be. And I mm-hmm. think they've kind of... T- they've taken that away from us so much with like the six and nine episode long disney plus series where we yeah we're like even as we're talking about now we're like yeah what's i need to know how it's gonna end and it's like oh we're only halfway through like it's yeah i got excited i was like thank god yeah but not not only by the way is it six episodes till the end of the season 12 more episodes for season two Mm -hmm. and then we reach rogue one so like um as a I, i it's, uh, it's Mr. Plow out there will understand. This week's House of the Dragon was also the best episode they've had so far. And then to then come off of that high and watch this episode, which is the best episode in the season so far of Andor, is a good uh, is a good TV week for me. And now, like, She-Hulk just has to close it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk has it's... to stick the landing, yeah. I don't want this is... the power, so... It's their finale uh, this week too, I think. I yeah. think um, so. But yeah, it's the She-Hulk finale. So it's like, She-Hulk, yeah. you know, it doesn't and, have to land it because I'm much more emotionally invested in, in Andor and House of the Dragon. Um, but they, they both had absolute bangers this week. So I'm- I think next week will be even better, especially for House of the Dragon because if they follow Game of Thrones, next week's the episode where shit's going to get crazy. It already got crazy. Oh, it's but like, getting crazy. Like, but like, if that was crazy, I feel like because usually because there's the ep- so there's this Sunday and then there's the final Sunday, which I think is like the finale. So I would assume yeah. that this is the episode because it's always the episode before episode the finale. Nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's always where shit like you think it hits the fan, but shit really hits the fan in that one. So I think this Sunday is going to be crazy. I'm so excited. Me too. It's so if good. if. 
if a future me came back in time from a week from now, a week from now, future me comes back in time and they're like, uh, you know, Dimitri's like, hey, Dimitri, the next episode of Andor, they go to Oda Gunga. It's a three episode <clears throat> arc all about Gungans. I would, I right now I'd be like, yeah, okay, I could, I, I, tr- I trust that they'll do that well. Yeah, I trust yeah, that yeah. well. And like, <laughs> anything could happen, you know? I thought you were going to say if I came back and said, do you want to know what happens on the next Andor episode or on the next House of the Dragon episode, which would I pick? I thought that's where he was going to. Yeah. Oh, no. What? But which one? If if a future <laughs> Sarah, if a future Sarah came back in time, like. Well, the answer you... is Andor because there's not a book of Andor. I would so rather. I, I would fair. rather watch Andor, though, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't want to tell me. Yeah. I don't want a future yeah. me spoiling it. I want to, if a future me though, if a future me came back with all the episodes, I would binge it right now. Like, I can't, I can't. Yes, I cannot. I would binge it. I, I, I can't wait for this new episode. It's tougher for me for this show than any of the Star Wars shows. It, um, Same. It was such an amazing episode, but it was as a as a card carrying member of the Let Cassie and Andor Be Happy for like 20 seconds club. <laughs> it was rough that they like they got it, they got this job done, and then immediately was like, oh, this guy's doing a mutiny. Like he's trying to yeah, he's he's like, fucking... just let this man rest for like Can he breathe? Can he, he just cannot, breathe for a like, second? He's miserable forever. <laughs> seriously though like i don't blame him for being ruthless like he can't fucking catch a break since he was a child like he is i mean been he all... was, he's got lots of ladies he's having Fair. some good times out there well Fair. that's how he's coping right yeah. just hitting yeah. on everything and seeing seeing what happens so you know um i want to thank both of you so much for for coming on the show are there any final thoughts that we have anything that we didn't hit uh for this episode episode six and or Hold on, let me peruse my notes. No, I think we got Yeah, I think we the literally TIE Fighters launching was beautiful. Fucking that made me so happy. Yeah. And it really was like this scrappy rebellion that's like kind of just like flying by the seat of their pants. And then right. the TIE Fighters coming mm-hmm. in and the visuals of the eye were just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think it's a testament to how good the action of the episode was that we didn't at any point be like, wasn't that gorgeous? Like, cause it was, but everything in the episode was so good yeah i honestly think that and it's funny that we didn't bring it up um until now but i think that that's one of my favorite sequences sequences in any star wars project so far because it was just so well done so visually stunning i don't want to say don't don't quote me on that because like i'll i'll come back and i'll be like actually i like this one more but like i feel like it's up there for me Cause it was perfect. It was really well done. That whole. Are you talking about the the Tie Fighters like going through the with the asteroids and them knowing exactly where to go? But yep, yep, yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, I kept imagining like, what if Tom like it's a very like Top Gun like Tom Cruise like it's Tom Cruise (laughs) in the Tie Fighters, you know. Like and it's it's very it's very Han Solo in the asteroid yeah, field too. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they were they were badass though. Those Tie Fighters. I'm so I used love to tie, tie Fighters being taken out so easy, but like they're so cool though. Sure, to a Skywalker, Tie Fighters aren't that big of a deal, but to these guys, these guys are on the ground. These are boots on the ground. They can get taken out by a Tie Fighter anytime. Like they're scary. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah, and they're they're piloting like essentially a freight car from a train. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. like there's no way they can outrun them. Yeah, I just go- just a gorgeous sequence made me so happy. Yeah. 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 And anytime I see the TIE fighters like on that rail where they have to hop in, I don't know why yep. it thrills me with so much joy the way they just hop into it. And then it, you hear the siren in the background. Yeah. It reminds mm-hmm. me of if you ever played the Jedi Knight video games. Like I've heard of them. TIE but fighters. I've never played them yet. You can't fly a TIE fighter, but they're props essentially. And if you type in your code where you can walk, like you can like fly, there's like there were codes back in the day mm-hmm. for video games. You can do like God mode or whatever, but you could like walk up and up on top of the TIE fighters and just kind of like walk around and <laughs> whatever. You're like, anyway. let me in, let me yeah. in. <laughs> let me in. There, there, are, there was a code where you can walk through walls and so you can like walk through. Oh, objects. like a glitch. Yeah, yeah. That was back in the day, like computer games used to have uh, a lot of those codes. God mode, infinite ammo, you know. See, I didn't remember codes. For me, it was like going on YouTube and watching like the glitches where people would be like, yeah, you press X zero and then it makes it lets you go- jump further mm. than you thought. I don't I never had the codes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, certain. Yeah. Certain games would just allow you to have codes like it's just part of the game. Um. I want to thank both of you so much for 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 doing this, talking about episode six of Andor um sarah wonderful co-host uh where can we find miss marauder online um you can find me on instagram and uh tiktok doing uh tiktok just very random content always um instagram we got uh some cosplay things halloween things coming up awesome um miss uh not hyphen miss yeah miss underscore marauder okay okay yeah uh and justice where can we find you online you can find me at jay likes comics on instagram and tiktok um handle is both the same uh and yeah i post there daily twice a day um funny meme content uh content uh on my instagram i have stories that you can interact with i have pools on there um haven't recently because i've been more busy but i'm trying to get back on that pool game but yeah, you can follow me there. Awesome. Um, for anyone out there who is watching us live uh, or watching the video after the fact, it's going to be on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show. But pretty much you can find us anywhere online at the Keeg show or slash the Keeg show. So TikTok and Instagram are our big social media. That's at the Keeg show. But we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, that sort of thing at you know at the keek show or slash the keek show if you're uh, listening to the podcast you can't see us but uh you know trust uh you know trust in our voices uh that's podcast wherever you uh, get your podcast apple podcast spotify soundcloud google play iHeartRadio. we're on uh, uh five different podcast channels there so you can find us wherever you guys are at like comment subscribe follow write a review do something to let us know that you're out there and that you're watching that you're enjoying things you know, um, it's always nice to know like who's out there and who's like partaking and digesting in whatever way, shape, or form. Uh, this is the Andor After Show. We do this every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Pacific, uh, 1 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we also have the final She-Hulk After Show uh, after this in a couple hours at 1 a.m. Uh, and then She-Hulk is done at least for the season. Uh, we have Comic Talk every Thursdays, and then every other weekend 
We have the Geek Talks where we talk about a different uh, geek topic every other geek week. Uh, not this weekend, but next weekend we're talking Black Adam because Black Adam comes out mm. not this Friday, but next Friday. Uh, mm. I'm trying to put together a costume um, to go see it, but. Oh, we'll that'll see. be dope. My my work has a 3D printer and they're like, yeah, you could use it. You could use the 3D printer if you, you know, you just have to pay for the filament. And I'm like, all right, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can get a Dr. Fate helmet made. Yeah, so, there you go. That's what I'm trying to put together. Gotta give yourself time. Yeah, that's cool. going to take like three days to, to print. So just give yourself time. You know, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it works. Uh, I, I'm not doing it. The guy at work uh, does it. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Like if he, if he's able to do it, then we'll see how it goes. If I, if I don't get it, I don't get it. But anyway, thank you to everybody out there for watching. Mr. Plow, uh, we saw uh, uh, Ricky Briz 98 pop in. First time chatter. Thank you, uh, Ricky Briz. Uh, we got Duck Dodger 714. We had that one wizard kid out there. Uh, so all you guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Again, follow us on social media, like, comment, subscribe, like help us out. Do that. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash the show. All that good stuff. Either way, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. And this has been the Andor After Show talking about episode six. We'll see you next week for episode seven. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super fast.